0: Episode number 22, Design Company Podcast, and we're talking today about notionally holidays or the idea of taking rest as you work. So, Brother Mo, please introduce us for the topic today.
1: Excellent. Well, you know, this uh, this podcast idea is first of all, quite apropos because today is 1st of September, 2020. So many people are going back to school, going back to work, coming back from their holidays. And so myself, I just came back from a nice old 10-day holiday in Egypt, where for the first time in maybe a year or two, I have not thought about anything work-related for a week's time, and, uh, or done anything work-related. And so really in that process, well, I've had a lot of realizations, which I thought would be quite good for us to share, and just a generally good theme to explore for today.
0: And when you say you haven't done anything work-related, um, that's very tricky thing tricky statement to make even because it's very hard for most people to just completely switch off and not think about work so yeah. like define to me and and tell me a little bit more in detail what you mean by you haven't done anything work related
1: well I have like you know had like one or two calls just like to update and share some information um you know like one, what a bit of research I've done but you know globally speaking <laughs> I've nearly not touched my computer for 10 days and really just be able to take a lot of time to relax with friends, drink coffee, go for walks, you know. Uh, yeah, so really just like radically different activity level uh, where I'm able to just like completely empty my mind. So th- that ties in nicely with the first question of what is the purpose of a holiday? And I think well, the purpose of a holiday is actually quite simple. It's to give your time, give yourself time away from your ongoing daily activities. And by the way, a holiday does not need to be physical. Like, you know, you don't need to go to Egypt, although it's quite nice. I recommend it to anyone who has the opportunity to do so. It's more about mentally creating space and saying, okay, today is a day for me. Um, And so, you know, a holiday or vacation, I guess, is just doing this over a longer term. But there is nothing stopping you from giving yourself a micro holiday on a Wednesday and saying, you know what? Today is for me. I'm just going to take a step back.
0: So the key word there for me was micro Mm. Uh, The the whole idea of micro habits to me has been super resonant across pretty much everything we're doing. Mm. Uh, A lot of like self-development gurus and self-help gurus have kind of said like how to make a million. You split it up into tiny little chunks of units of work that are like two, three pounds and then whatever, lots of two, three pounds, make up a million. That's what you need to do. And I remember 20 years ago listening to that kind of stuff and going like, gosh, that sounds so nebulously uh, sort of nitty gritty almost. Mm. Uh, but these days I find myself actually splitting absolutely everything into those like micro units of work from our Trello boards and tasks we need to do to various kinds of social media posts, to workouts, to holidays. So I kind of What I tend to do is I take a holiday every hour for five minutes or 10 minutes. And uh, that's actually a conscious process of taking that break away. And Mm -hmm. I remember also feeling like guilty that I would do that. Uh, But now I don't feel guilty. I see it as an integral part of doing work.
1: (laughs) Certainly and so I mean if we just kind of go into the people related aspects here so you know very often when you're working you're generally interacting with like one set of people although for me I guess my friends are also the people that I work with so that barrier is kind of not really there but first of all the, the holiday aspect is often a, a change in the people that you might be seeing every day or interacting with and it's also on an interpersonal level the ability to switch out kind of the role that you are playing, you know? So, you know, most days in my company founder, I'm dealing with individuals, you know, with friends, partners associates, but it's like this, you know? And so just saying, hey, I am also a human that's not just the director of a company, but also someone that enjoys coffee, going for a walk, talking about various philosophical things. I think this is very important. And so I think it's important for us as humans to be able to also step out of our roles, however well integrated they may be, and just kind of exist,
0: if if you like. Exactly, and often the time I I practice this little thought experiment, which is kind of a question, which is what would the caveman do? And uh, the caveman perhaps spent quite a bit of time during the day, hunting for prey or setting up various traps or exploring nature to find things to eat, basically. Uh, a lot of life can be just described as a calorie game. <laughs> you know, mm. you want to make sure that you take at least as, ca- as many calories as you're going to spend. Uh, so so the, the caveman probably spent quite a bit of time ensuring that the whole family has enough calories Uh, But at the same time, when it's time to eat, he would have been quite mindful of spending time to eat and switch away from thinking Mm. about calories that need to be um, collected or hunted down. Mm. So, um, So I think that also becomes a daily habit of saying, how do I switch off? from the calorie hunting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so actually one thing that I found was quite interesting. So you're talking about micro habits switching off, that's a beautiful introduction to the systematic side. You know, one of my friends once told me, you're nothing more than the sum of your habits. And I quite like this idea that as a human, essentially, you know, um, if you at least want to be directed and like getting somewhere in life, you need these kind of things that are stable wherever you are in the world. And so for example, I went on holiday, uh, one thing that didn't change was like, so I rented a place uh, through Airbnb, which even works in Egypt. So that's a nice one. Good to see technology companies are everywhere. But, you know, I was, okay, I kind of dropped my running, but I was eating healthily, doing some cooking, sometimes eating out, uh, you know, having a coffee. So my kind of daily relaxation habits, they don't change with whatever country I'm in. Um, so really, I think the first thing of the systematic side is trying to find alignment and making, okay, I'm on holiday, but let me still pursue my normal daily habits that are integral to my well-being as a human. So you know if you like like uh, having a bit of a chill in the morning, you know, whatever you're doing in your workday, keeping that with you in the holidays. But now in terms of systems of other things, well one thing I did, which was very conscious about, was to not look at my task list, to not look at any work things, and to really take this time to be conscious of the information that I'm taking in as a human. And so really that information was limited to you know some casual novel reading. Uh, WhatsApp messages to organize my day, but really having a systematic approach to ensuring that I am resting the inputs of my mind.
0: Yes, and in some sense, people themselves are systems, or certainly people Mm. operate within systems and they run their own habits, which are systems. And um, what I've personally found to be very important is that I notice I tend to get bored quite quickly of doing the same kind of thing. I'm not the sort of business as usual type mm. guy. Um, I'm, I'm very much business as unusual type guy. Uh, but, but that's the sort of both a strength and a weakness, strength in a sense that when it comes to innovation, which we'll touch on next, uh, you know, innovators are often looking for new ways, something different to break out of the mold, break out of the system, uh, basically remake the system. But um, uh, business as usual is looking for saying, okay, now we have a new system. How can we keep it going and making sure that it operates and runs uh, sustainably? But what, what I've then realized is that if I integrate both of those together, what I end up having is consistent way of changing things in a way that makes it interesting for me, but keeps it consistently going. Uh, so, so that works well, both in terms of the, let's say, workout routines or or actually doing tasks and also saying, is this work or is this pleasure or you know, where is the even line between those two, so yeah.
1: And so talking about that, you know, one of the things, if we do take kind of the physical aspect of a holiday into account, going to new places, experiences, that fits in quite nicely for the innovation. I think one thing that is very important to the human mind is exposing yourself to new stimuli um, in, in various ways, right? So a lot of people seek to do this through drugs, uh, drinks, etc. but that's just like being in a new physical location and like, you know, having your usual coffee, but at a different place, it opens up the mind to new things and you're making new connections. Um, it's interesting to see what works well, what doesn't work well in a different country. What's the culture like? So this really like immersing yourself in a different environment, but really in immersion sense, not in the I am at the zoo looking at this safari sense. Um, that's really important. And so what, what I found actually was, even though I was in a completely different environment, and lot of the things that I consider personally, like principles or standards still continued to apply. I just applied them in a slightly different way. But so I think as well, it's like taking time out to see what are the things that are good that you enjoy keeping What are the things that you should think about? This is also the role of a holiday, right? So it's not just to be in the nothing state, but it's to kind of be in a state where you have much less inputs coming in. You can assess, you know, do the financial statement of your life and see where you're at and say, what is it that's good to keep? And so if we're talking about innovation, for example, well, I did the test to myself yesterday. I said, okay, well, yesterday is the 31st of August. So first day back from, from Egypt. I was just in France. Uh, am I happy to be going back to work tomorrow? And the answer was yes. I'm not like avoidant. I'm not like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the holiday. I was like, oh, I had really good fun on the holiday and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And so I think as well, if I hadn't had that feeling, it would have been a perfect innovation opportunity to say, what are the new things I need in my life to keep this good feeling going on?
0: Yes. And um, in in some sense, moving to products, there is, A kind of generic product of life experience that and everyone even people who are running their own companies are employees in the company they're one of the key people in Mm. the company so uh, one of the guys that I I, I interviewed and perhaps we should you know bring him to this podcast, talks a lot about mental health and well-being in in companies, you know, and I said to him, you know, how do you justify the idea of uh, mental health and pitching that into startups and to venture capitalists and things like that? And he said, well, simply put, I say, uh, you know, for venture capitalists, you're founder that who you've invested in is is no good dead you know if he's he's suicided himself uh because of depression from working in an environment that he hates or she Mm -hmm. hates um so so that that's important as a really uh an integral part of we're basically living in an experience driven economy Mm -hmm. where yeah products and services are experiences Mm -hmm. so if you're then working in a company where your experience of working there is terrible, you're like, well, how can I generate and, and put out products that are beautiful and, and enjoyable experiences if I'm creating that out of terrible yeah. lifestyle and work style? Exactly,
1: exactly. So this is one of the key things, right? What you don't want is to have a life where you're like waiting for the weekend or waiting for your next holiday. What, what you want is a case where you're enjoying what you're doing, you're looking forward to your holiday because there's the other extreme, right? It's like, oh, I'm obsessed about my work. I'm incapable of uh, taking off. So no, you know, you want to both enjoy your work and also enjoy the time off that you give yourself, you know, and this is yeah. a very important concept. Time off should not be something that others are giving to you that you have granted. It's something that you take for yourself and embrace yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, the phrase that comes to mind is waiting is not a strategy. Uh, so waiting for the weekend is not a great strategy for work. And also uh, the time off, uh, what, what is the company that's famous for this? They introduced it It's a gaming company. Uh I forgot the name now, but they have this kind of like uh, employees manual on how you sort of do day-to-day activities. And then in that employee manual, uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's just a streaming gaming company. Uh, and uh, the, in the employee's manual, there is the bit where it says, how to request holidays from your manager. And, but they did all of this in like a cartoon style, like a strip comic. And and the strip comic is just two um, two pictures. One is the employee walks up to the manager and says, can I go on holiday at such and such a date? And the manager says, yes. And then the next picture is employee books the holiday where they want to go. Uh, that's how to do it.
1: And so I think this is super important. Right? I mean, you shared with me yesterday an article about Siemens that's moving to more of a results-oriented culture. I think the idea of holiday inside companies is actually nicely tied across products and money, because ultimately, you said quite rightly, the products we're producing are coming first from our internal world. And that has to be filled with serenity, productivity, happiness. Otherwise, you can't create great products. And so very often we see uh, working days or holidays as some sort of like daily unit of labor that must be extracted from the employee. But, you know, are you accounting for that time when like one of your software developers is solving a bug in the shower in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so really for me, like for example, one of the things I plan to do at Anya is actually to have an unlimited uh, holiday policy, right? Because number one, it's a great filter in the sense that people that just abuse it for selfish sense will obviously just, like, discredit themselves with the rest of the team. And secondly, it promotes personal responsibility in the sense of creating a company that can run even when you're not here and recognizing that you're an adult and that only you should be able to know when you need time off for yourself. And so this is a very important thing.
0: Yeah, so I'll, I'll put a quote to this point from psychologist, Sam Vaknin, who simply states, materialistic capitalism is a death cult. Uh, mm. To To clarify what he means by that is, capitalism as we know it today has objectified absolutely everything including women but certainly products uh, and cars and so on and everything we interact with is a dead object Hmm. and because it's geared towards dealing with dead objects this is what industrial revolution has created lots of plastic uh, cups and uh, bottles and basically they're all dead and more, more importantly disposable dead objects uh, nowadays we see a lot of disposable masks and all sorts of things like that uh, That materialistic capitalism is also then treating people as disposable dead objects that's why we're talking we talk about human resources in Mm um in in business management studies formally as opposed to people (laughs) people is like living thing human resources is like resources like earth or gravel or cement Right, which means that you treat them as dead in human resources, you treat them as dead and disposable. In other words, when their lifetime is over, you just kind of chuck them out of the company as opposed to treating them as living humans who bring in the soul to the company and their own life, energy, joy, bliss, inner creativity. Uh, So that's why people should come before systems that only really work with dead objects. (laughs)
1: And I th- this is why I really like the idea of human capital. I mean, it's even an idea, actually, that I employ on a personal level. It's the idea that human beings are living, productive assets, you know, not necessarily just of, like products and money, but of everything. So if I look at the experiences I had in my holiday, you know, it was always like the people that I was with, you know, we were just probably just drinking a coffee, something as simple as that. But the ephemeral experience, that you can't reproduce outside that specific time, because time is always moving forward that is so valuable, it's more valuable than any money I could be spending or things like buying, you know? And so this idea that really the value and the thing that's produced is first of all human and that we should seek to have this in our professional lives and our personal lives, that's the key. Because if you're having a miserable job to pay for your holidays in like an expensive resort where you're gonna drive a car, be so miserable inside, there's no interest, it's it's irrelevant.
0: Yeah, and and life, is very very important and you know we're talking about life cycle of products if products are dead things then Mm. they won't have a life cycle of any kind and this is very important for for making companies that serve experience and create positive transformation in the world and really we're moving towards a world of money that is also programmable into Mm. Uh, products that have a life so so money gains different kind of meaning to that and it it has integral value to it as well based on what people have made that money for uh, and how they've gone about making that money
1: exactly and, and so let's just uh, kind of i guess uh, go to the last topic of growth um, for me, it's actually quite obvious. So, you know, as, as you know, like in exercising, you know, anytime you pick up exercise or exercising, it's always very important to have a re- to have a days off to mm-hmm. let the muscles grow, right? Cause you made the effort, but then you also need to like let things get captured and grow. So in the same way, I think holidays are actually really remarkable opportunities for personal growth because they allow us to reflect on what we have so far to reflect on areas we can improve, to reflect on things to keep, to learn new things, new experiences, Um, And so in that respect, I think that in a culture where we're pushing, you know, get more leads every week, get more customers every week, sometimes just being very comfortable with setting that number to zero for an entire week allows you to bounce back much stronger in the following weeks and months.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you say you know, when you exercise, you want to relax the muscle. If you go with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's kind of routines, it's like you want to shock the muscle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, relaxing it is very, very important. It's uh, he he doesn't speak about it as much, but he he does have uh, routines for for relaxing the muscles as well. And in fact, that's actually weirdly enough. Uh, I'm getting coached by someone at the moment who is advising me on how to work out in a way that treats my body as a wave going off the idea Mm. that like the string theory. So you do every exercise thinking of yourself as a wave so that you're not even like the body isn't really a solid object. And Mm. so what you then end up having is that when you feel tension uh, you actually start thinking about relaxing whatever the area. Mm. So if you're doing press ups, you might start feeling burn in the in the arms. But if you start actually then meditating on relaxing arms, you end up having being able to do more press ups and actually doing them in a lot more enjoyable way. So gr- and you get growth that's quite unbelievable because you are actually now treating what otherwise you would have thought of as strenuous exercise in a way that is more like meditative flowing mm. uh, relaxation. Uh, so that's a sort of combinatorics approach to growth where pretty much like everything can be reframed and gamified and thought around in different ways. An example of growth, like if you having to do something that you really dislike Uh, you could think about doing it in a different environment. Uh, So you could do your Mm -hmm. admin in a park as opposed to do admin in some dark room while smoking a cigarette and going, oh, I hate admin.
1: (laughs) Exactly, right? So just being able to just embrace difficult situations and uh, move along. But I mean, coming back to the uh, comment you mentioned about the hardcore workout routine, I would say when you and I are on holiday, we're also quite proactively uh, working out. So in terms of growth, design company level, I'm thinking after these holidays, there is gonna be an interesting next uh, couple of months in what we're gonna be doing. So I'm looking forward Absolutely. To, to see that.
0: Yeah, and the thing here is that there is certain, even the word work is somewhat frowned upon. Like if you, if you ask somebody directly, can you work on this? There's like people immediately have some sort of like cringe feel towards the word work. Uh, uh, But but it's probably because over the last bunch of decades, work has been associated with this sort of like treadmill, like business Mm. as usual kind of automaton style work where, where, where people are treated as dead things. Uh, And that's why people have developed this kind of, fear of fear of work or like a, aversion to work but what we are doing with design company software is we we look to automate all the repetitive bits of work and actually then really create the things that are really adding value on top that is even sort of it's it's stretched to call it work because it's a lot more akin to play creativity well, artistry uh-
1: I was going to mention that, but you use that yourself to refer to what we're doing with design company. You said what we're doing, not what we're exactly. working on. Exactly. So I think this is, this is really the key here is when you come back from a holiday, maybe question if there is work in your life. And I think move more towards purposeful doing, you know, exactly. what am I doing? Why yeah. am I doing it? and then get it
0: done and that links back perfectly to you are what you do <laughs> which links back to Indeed. people which links back to people and links back to purpose of that you're supposed to do in this life what you love to do and what you're really what your life purpose is bringing you to do and mm-hmm. work as such does not ever need to exist. As soon as you start describing something as work, oh God, I got to work on this. It's a kind of a red flag in a postmodern capitalism that isn't a death cult, that is like, hey, maybe you should be doing something else. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, the, the good news is you and I know what we're doing. We are back now, it's September. So mm-hmm. everybody will be in touch soon. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Yes. And as usual, without need to uh, make even this call to action, but it's good for the algorithms and everyone to remind, subscribe to the YouTube channel, reach out to us. If you're running a company, you want more money and growth. We've got tools, approaches, methodologies to find ways in which to uh, increase that for you with Anya software, with design company methodology. So we're, we're ready to go. And this final quarter of 2020, which has been marred with all sorts of different uh, disasters, uh, I feel can be made and it's certainly we're making it into a pretty spectacular quarter that will lead up to an even more spectacular 2021.
1: I fully concur. Looking forward to it.
0: Thank you so much, my brother. Take care. See you next Cheers. time. Bye.